0: learn how to live in a world where kindness is king i'm your host nate webb let's get to it what's up everybody and welcome back it is great to be at bbg all right everybody the school year has begun did everyone survive the first week of school it has been pretty crazy here um as you guys have seen i've taken quite an absence Um, from this podcast, I've been super busy with the Save the Kids podcast and the Utah School Counselors Association podcast. Um, and, um, got some big news. First off, most of you know, I mean, most of you follow me on Instagram, so most of you know, um, but I officially have quit my nine to five job so that I can do Bullies Be Gone full time. That's right. I got my last paycheck from the school district as a school counselor. I'm done and I am all in. I am full time speaking and podcasting. So that means, yes, I'll be returning to doing weekly podcasts here on Teaching Kindness. Um, Podcast episodes are going to be dropping every Wednesday, so be sure to subscribe so you can be the first ones to get content, okay? Um, How's everyone's first week of school? It was crazy here at Tula County School District. Um, Very first day of school, we had like five or six buildings that the AC didn't work. Um, Elementary school kids are just sweating buckets all day they're actually doing half days until they can get it fixed there's a lot of negativity oh my goodness it was crazy online the local 411 page was just blowing up oh my goodness it was a mess and then all the kids schedules were messed up and I was so glad I wouldn't have to change their schedules Anyway, are you guys doing okay? (laughs) How was your back-to-schools experiences? If you have any heartwarming stories or disasters, DM me, send them to me. I love seeing those. Um, But enough dilly-dally, let's dive into today's episode. So coincidentally, this is my 100th episode of Teaching Kindness. And so for today, I thought it would be appropriate to kind of go back on how Bullies Be Gone got started and why it's now my full-time gig. Now, it all started back way back in 2018, about six years ago, um, five years ago. Um, I was doing summer sales. I was selling pest control door-to-door in Alabama. And I had just been thinking about how can I make a bigger impact? How can I just be more, do more? I was coming to the realization that any job I was going to get in education, in psychology, was going to be a dead-end job. And I didn't want to be at a dead-end job. I wanted to have... Uh, wealth and health and financial freedom, and I was like, "What can I do?" And uh, I had actually recently been rejected from grad school for school psychology, and I had recently applied for the school counseling program at Utah State University, and I was thinking about what what made me different, what makes me stand out. What I don't want to get rejected again because I need a job. You know, coming out of this last summer, I just graduated college. I had one summer gap between the next year, and I was like, I need a job. I need, a, I need the next level. What's going to be the next level? And so I had applied for the school counseling program. Anyway, while I was thinking, applying for the school counseling program, I was trying to think what makes me different, and then um, I reflected on the relentless bullying that I endured in school and how I was able to move past it and become better instead of becoming bitter. Now, when I say I went through a lot in school, I'm not talking, you know, people made fun of me and that's it. I was thrown in trash cans and dumpsters. I was held down and kicked in the groin. I was assaulted. I was, you You name it, it happened to me. And I, I went to a really dark place, but I was able to emerge and be in a better spot and become a better person instead of a bitter person. And as I looked around me, Years and years down the road, you know, I'd gotten on a church mission. I'd gone to college. I'd gotten married. I'd realized kids were struggling so much still with the same stuff that I was struggling with, and that I could help them so they didn't have to suffer near as long. And so that's when I made Bullies Be Gone. It was the first time uh, I, I made a YouTube channel and an Instagram page with exactly zero followers. (laughs) And I started making videos and posts just about anti-bullying content, just empowerment stuff, Um, a lot of hoorah, rah-rah stuff. And it was fun, it was really fun. Um, And it was totally selfish, (laughs) it was all about me. I was glorifying myself, I I was posting valuable content, don't get me wrong, a lot of people shared it and I felt so loved. Um, I had some really cool pages reach out. Um, Love What Matters was a cool place that reached out and featured my story. Um, but it was all about me still. It was really, really selfish. I, I just wanted to do it because I wanted money. I wanted, you know, a side hustle uh, and I loved it. And it was about me. But then I got my first speaking gig my paid speaking gig. You see, I had done a couple of free speaking gigs at my mom's elementary school and at my wife's junior high, and those were really, really fun. But my aunt-in-law was a PTA president, and she booked me to one of her local junior highs. And it was amazing. It was so fun. The kids laughed. The kids cried. Uh, They were able to see their worth, and they were standing up for themselves. But the thing that really, really struck me after the assembly was over, um there's a kid came up to me super shy little girl 10 11 years old and she had tears in her eyes she asked me a question she said did you mean those things you said like, which things she said you said you think i'm worth it that i deserve to be happy did you mean that i'm like of course i meant that and she just sobbed big tears and said no one's ever told me that before and gave me the biggest hug and that will never, ever leave my mind. It took me back. It took me back to when I was a kid. It took me back to one day. I got I got the same 15 messages in one day. I got the same message 15 times over the course of the school day, two or three times an hour for five hours. I said, go kill yourself. And I started to believe them. And I remember going downstairs to my bedroom sitting on my bed really thinking maybe i'm not worth it maybe maybe they're right and my dad came to my room he sat by me and he asked a question that forever changed my life he said hey do you know who you are and i'm a religious person i'm going to tell you guys up front i don't talk about this in schools because that's not part of the curriculum that i that i teach but part of my beliefs is that i'm a i'm a son of god i'm a child of god and uh when my dad was like do you know who you are i didn't know who i was i have been trying so long to impress other people i've been trying so long to 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 live up to their expectations of who i should be and i was becoming someone who i wasn't proud of doing things i didn't like just to impress a group of people i didn't even care about and because i was trying so hard to fit in with them i got involved in things with different coping ways um Uh, When I got on social media, I got involved in pornography because it made me feel good in the moment. and That made me hate myself more. And then I looked at it more and then I felt worse about myself. It was so... It destroyed me, guys. And then that day when I got those 50 messages telling me, go kill myself. That could have been the end for me. And unfortunately, that is the end for so many people when it ends in suicide or death or school shootings. But... uh. My dad was able to come through to me and he asked me, do you know who you are? And he helped me realize who I was. That was none of the things my bullies were saying to me. And uh, it changed my life. It changed the trajectory of my life. So when that kid came up to me after my assembly and gave me that tearful hug, you know, telling me I'd made a difference to her, I knew that this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my working life. I knew this was going to become more than just a side hustle. At that point, it became about helping kids. It was no longer just about me, but it was about helping kids. It was about giving hope to those who don't feel hope. Um, and and yeah, I wanted to reach kids. I wanted to be that person that I so desperately needed when I was a kid myself. And I was so unbelievably grateful and and ecstatic at the the thought of being able to be that for someone. So, in the meantime, I was working as a high school counselor. Uh, me and my wife, we moved to Tooele shortly after I graduated from Utah State University, and I started working at Tooele High School, and I loved it. I loved it so much. There's intense crosstown rivalries, just like my small town growing up. Um, I got involved, I was an assistant coach for the wrestling team, and I absolutely loved it. Um, I became, yeah, yeah, um, an assistant wrestling coach. Um, And I was just being able to interact with the amazing youth every single day. It was the highlight of everything. Being a counselor, being a coach, I loved it. I really did. Because in college, they tell you, do what you love. But studying, there's nothing I love. So I picked the thing that I hated the least and thought I'd just run with it. Um, I ended up really, really liking it, being a counselor. Well, while I was growing my social media following and trying to get more speaking gigs and just kind of grinding that side hustle, I met my dear friend and mentor, Colin Karchner. Um, Colin Karchner, he is an advocate for children as well. He started a company called Save the Kids. And he gave presentations as assemblies all over the nation about the dangers of social media um, and bullying and mental health. And he, me and him crossed paths and we got talking and we realized just how much our missions overlapped. They were pretty much the exact same mission. My emphasis was just on bullies and his emphasis was on social media in general. Um, And so he quickly became a big supporter and a mentor and he helped me keep going even when I wanted to quit. Um, He had me on his podcast a couple of times. He had me on his Colin Karchner Save the Kids podcast and he had me on the Gabcast and it was really, really fun. And we started to think about different collaborations that we could do in the future. Um, And he really, he was awesome. Anytime I felt like giving up, he's like, dude, Nate, you can't give up. People need this 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 message. People need you. Well, anyway, in October of 2020, Colin tragically died from heart conditions he didn't know about. It, he he was at home with his kids and he, he was on the couch and he just died. And it was devastating. And save the kids, his company, it came to a screeching halt. Like everything stopped. The assembly stopped. Everything stopped. And they had some things internally they're trying to work out. And uh, in the meantime, I had a couple speaking gigs lined up. And so I offered to help like, hey, I'll, I'll give you half my speaking fee. I want to help. And so they helped me get into more schools and I took over their podcast. And in 2021, I became an official partner with Save the Kids. Nate Webb, Bullies Be Gone, was with Save the Kids. You know, me and Save the Kids were synonymous. And the 2022 to 2023 school year was big. I used up almost all of my time off, my paid time off with how many assemblies I was giving. I went to California, Texas, Arizona, Canada, all over Utah. And I was, I was getting a little bit of pressure from our school district. They did not like that I was using my office. Um, to uh to to run podcasts. I was doing it before hours and after hours. I was never doing it during school, but they didn't like I was using my office space to do podcast episodes and and our director of counselors at the time did not like how much time off I was taking to do to do speeches, um, to do assemblies. And so I was getting some pressure from some individuals at the district level to stop the side hustle. And ultimately I knew I was going to be faced with a decision eventually. And I knew that eventually I was going to be faced with the decision to either um, stop being a counselor or to stop um, doing Bullies Be Gone and Save the Kids. I knew I was going to have to choose one eventually. And so I chose to go all in on Bullies Be Gone and Save the Kids. Uh, May of 2023, I let my principal know I'm not going to come back next year. I'm not going to be coming back. And I cried so much. <laughs> I cried so much when I told them that uh, because I was so sad to leave the students i had grown to love as my own kids. I mean, I'm over 350 teenagers and I love kids so much. They come to my office, they have problems, and I just listen to them and see them where they are. It was the best. But I knew that I, needed, I was needed somewhere else even more. And I was so sad too because the year before that, um, some people at the district had tried to in- involuntarily transfer me to another school and I protested and I actually won my protest and I was able to stay at my school one more year so that I could see my original freshman from my very first year as a counselor graduate high school. It was so cool. But yeah, I was so sad to leave those students and I was also so scared to leave the stability of a monthly paycheck. I, I'm- I still am. You know, even if it's a dead-end paycheck, it's a steady paycheck. And I just I just left that. But I will never forget that young girl giving me a tearful hug at the end of my presentation. At the end of every single presentation, at least one kid would come up to me, tearful eyes, giving me a hug, saying, I know how that feels. Thank you so much. I have full-grown adults giving just in tears giving me hugs. I will never forget that. And whenever I want to give up, all I have to do is just call back that memory. Because the reality is that our kids are hurting. Bullies, social media, the internet in general. It's affecting our kids so much. And they need this message. They need it so much. They need hope. I know for a fact that it's saving lives. And I know for a fact this is my calling. And so this is what I'm going to do now. I'm full-time bullies be gone. Save the kids, podcasting, doing assemblies, doing speeches. Um, and this is what I'm doing now. And I've had several people ask me, how the how, how can they support me? I have amazing friends, amazing community members. And they're wondering, how can you support me? Um, how can I support you, I mean? And they said, well, and I said, first, um, I would say, listen to this podcast. Once I get over 100 Spotify listeners, I can run ads on here and start making money on this podcast. Um, number two is book me to speak at your school. There's a speaker form linked in the description that you can fill out. Um, if you're a parent, you can take this to your principal and say, Hey, we really need this. Um, oftentimes schools book, um, speakers after they get a lot of input from their stakeholders, from their parents. So you can talk to your principals, your district people, director of student services, and let them know, Hey, we want Nate Webb at our school. He has an amazing story that needs to be heard. Um, and then lastly, you can donate directly to my cause. Um, that link is in the bio there. Um, and there's a there's a couple ways you can do that um, just here on the platform. Um, but yeah, that's how you can support me. And I am so, so grateful for everyone who has supported me this far into my journey. I'm super excited for this next chapter. It's going to be scary. It's going to be awesome. But I'm looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> literally makes me think of Buzz Lightyear to infinity and beyond. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Teaching Kindness, the Bullies Begone podcast. Always remember, you are wonderful, you are worthy, and you are worth it. Go home and give your kids an eight-second hug, and we'll see you on the next one.